Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Kevin A.C., Padres beat writer for the Union Tribune. Jay Posner, sports editor for the Union Tribune. Uh, Jay, I don't know, man. Maybe it's the three-game losing streak. I just Maybe it's the Reds coming to town. I don't know. I just No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> 19 games in. Padres are on a three-game losing streak. Still three games above 500. In come the Reds. And, and, and Jay, I just want to start here. I want to throw this out. The only reason that I feel comfortable using Padres history in the context of the 2019 Padres, because that's so unfair, really, to the current team, but it is a measuring stick. And San Diego is where teams that are ailing have come to feel a little better about themselves. And the Padres' first test in that was the Rockies, who had lost eight of nine. And they came in and they swept the Padres in a two-game series. Now, here comes the Reds. Here come the Reds. They've lost four in a row. They stink. They've been very streaky. You know, the Padres need to take three out of four against the Reds. You're just laying it down right there, huh? That's it. Three out of four or else we'll just we'll just fire everybody. That, that is not at <laughs> all even close to what I'm saying. But no, my I point is, like, for the Padres, not for my sake, not for the fans' sake, <laughs> for the Padres' sake, they need to show the Reds who's boss. No, I, I would agree. It was it was the Reds have had a really bizarre season. Mm. I mean, streaky as you mentioned. They won their yeah. opener. They lost their next eight. Then they then they won four in a row. Although three were against the Marlins, um, <laughs> and then they lost their last four, including three in L.A. Although they were, I, I think they were in at least a couple of those games. They had a ninth inning lead, I believe, on uh, walk off on right? Monday and got walked off because the Dodgers hit their nine hundredth home run of the season. <laughs> um, it's weird. I, I was looking. The, the Reds are five and twelve. They have a run differential of minus one. The Padres are 11, oh. 11 and eight. They have a run differential <laughs> of minus twelve. But the the Reds had a fourteen nothing win over Miami, which might have skewed that a little bit. They scored basically one, almost one fourth of their runs for the entire season were scored in that game. Fourteen out of fifty eight. The Reds are that'll skew it. That'll skew it. The Reds are and and this is also what what has killed David Bell's team. They're one and six in one run games. The Padres are four and one. Uh, obviously, you reverse those, and the and the Padres' record looks more like the Reds, and the Reds' record looks more like the Padres. So they, the Reds have not been a disaster in the sense that they've been getting you know smoked in a lot of games. Where they have been a disaster is is offensively, which is weird because they have some pretty good offensive players. You know, Suarez has been good, but. Guys like Puig and Kemp and Peraza and Shebler have all been just terrible. Uh, Joey Votto has continued his decline. Although I, I had to laugh yesterday, he finally he popped out to first base for the first time yeah. in his entire career, uh, which is just one of the most amazing things that you'll you'll it ever really see. Is. But their offense is just—I mean, I, I looked at their slash line: two hundred, two seventy, three seventy-four. Uh, that's just awful, and especially when you consider they play in you know one of the great hitters parks and I didn't look at the home road breakdown but they play in one of the great hitters parks in the league their hitting's been terrible their pitching has been excellent especially Luis Castillo not the former charger who the Padres will see on Saturday he has a 146 ERA in his in his four starts he's been he's been excellent the one guy who has not been good is tomorrow's starter Anthony De Sclafini, I hope I got that right. Tanner Rourke, who pitches tonight, has always been a guy that has had has had great ability, and uh, you never know what you're going to get out of him. And it's Paddock Day, Kevin. We haven't even mentioned it's Chris Paddock Day, so that might be a record going in, going like four minutes into this podcast without mentioning that it's Chris Paddock Day. So obviously, you, I know you're looking forward to seeing 
Paddock, and and then it's back to the lefties the next three nights with Strom, Lauer, and Lucchese for the rest of the series. I am looking forward to seeing Paddock because he just has you know continued to to, to really kind of ascend uh, each start in in a different way. And uh, you know, like I said, stopper. He needs to uh, he needs to get the get the Padres uh, right. Keep them in a game, and maybe they can actually help out their starting pitcher with some run support. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, speaking of bad offenses, you know, the Padres have. You wrote a little bit about this uh, the last couple of the other day after the second loss to the Rockies, but. Uh, how how concerned should people be right now about about this offense and some guys that just aren't producing at this point? I still feel very comfortable. I don't know about you, Jay, saying, you know what, Manny Machado is going to hit some home runs. He's going to hit some doubles. Uh, he, he's he's going to come around. Uh, his, his on-base percentage, obviously, he's getting on a lot. Uh, but he goes into these, uh, you know, Hosmer 2018-like little little stretches so far. And I know that's unfair. It's 19 games in. He's getting on base a lot. I, I love the way that Hosmer is batting. I know that he grounded into a big double play the other night. As a matter of fact, I think there were three grounders, um, but he also lined out, or there were two grounders, and he lined out uh, once in a soft liner the other time. And, and it's like when he comes up now, you're not expecting the ground ball. You're, you're expecting him to actually hit a ball hard, and, and that suggests that Eric Hosmer is going to come out of this, whatever it is, 220 that he's doing right now. Um, and he has had some big hits. Austin Hedges is hitting the ball hard, and I know he's hitting 200, but, man, he's having some really good at-bats. And I would expect that, speaking of Austin Hedges, we might see him catching a little bit more, even though he's caught the bulk of the games. I, I, I don't know about you, Jay, but I don't know how much longer, and I'm, if I read between the lines, and I might be taking a leap here, but if I read between the lines, the Padres are taking a look at the Francisco Mejia situation and the idea that he might, you know, which was their original plan at the beginning of spring training, Francisco Mejia might need to get some playing time in, in AAA. Yeah, and, and I, I think there's, it's obviously something, can you afford to have both those guys on the, on the team right. at this point? And kind of, you're, you're, is it really helping either one of them? Is it helping the pitchers? I don't know. And, and uh, it, it's, it's something they should, it seems like they should look into. I'm assuming that it's one of the things they look at all the yes. time is, you know, roster construction and, how, and, and organization construction. How are, they, how are they best serving the organization? And is that to have Mejia here playing maybe twice a week? Or is it to have him in AAA playing, you know, five or six times a week and and getting some more experience to the point where either he does come back up here and they and they make a decision once and for all on who the starter is and whether there's a change to be made there, or just to sort of get him out there and you know let him mash at AAA and and increase his trade value a little bit if that's a decision, you know, the direction that they want to go. But you're right, I'm not sure it's serving anybody at this point to to do things the way they're doing it, but. I, you know, something may, like you said, something may happen sooner rather than later yes. on on that situation. Let's put it this way, Jay. I saved my story on Francisco Mejia, and I'm I'm worried I'm going to regret it. I'm worried it's going to come down very much sooner than later. <laughs> but uh, they have some decisions, and in the theme of of Jay of of us looking at this team now, and the idea of we're expecting wins, they're expecting wins. Uh, everything that they do, we believe, should be toward winning. They have the catcher situation, they have the leadoff situation. Though Manuel Margot has you know uh, somewhat solidified that, at least relatively speaking in a short period of time they have the second base situation where neither one of those guys are hitting and you say okay well what would you do to Luis Urias if you sent him down again right now after like it's one thing to say hey we want you to get some more time at AAA to start the season but then to bring him up for a week and I actually think his at-bats except for the pinch hit strikeout the other night have been pretty decent I think you give him some more time there but you've got Ty France killing it 
down in uh, AAA, and he played second base, I think, at least three times, including yesterday. You've uh, you've got Jose Pirella killing it. I'm not saying you want Jose Pirella up here to be a starter, but what are you going to do with him? I just the Padres have a lot of things they're looking at right now that going, okay, when do we pull triggers? Because we feel like everything we do matters now. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you, you look at it and it's, and it's 19 games and you say, well, it's, it's only 19 games. But if you, if you feel like you have a chance to do something this year and you have a chance to say, I mean, look, I don't think anybody there would tell you they think they have a chance to win the division, at, at least not realistically. I, I can't right. see how you could think you're better than the Dodgers at this point. But the rest of the division hasn't shown a whole lot. I mean, the Rockies obviously pummeled, pummeled them the last couple of nights. And, you know, on paper, the Rockies are a better team than the Padres. But if the Padres think they have a chance to win, let's say, 85 games, might get you the second wild card. And I'm not saying it will, but if that's if that's sort of your goal, your maxed out goal, how many of these games can you afford to keep saying, well, you know, well, it's 19 games. Well, it's 20 games. Well, it's only 30 games. At some point, you have to decide, look, Ian Kinsler is not going to come around or – I mean, I, I think you, he's the guy that, to me, would be the first, sort of the first domino in the sense of a guy that you just say, well, he's not going to come around. He's just going to be a bench guy. You're not going to do that with Hosmer, um, you know, for, no. for many reasons, you know, including his contract yeah. and his history and all that. But Kinsler is a guy that, to me, was a big concern at the start of the year because of his declining numbers the last two years. I know he had a good spring, but he's he has not looked good so far, especially at the plate. And, you know, at what point do you say, well, we got to go and see what Urias can do? Mm -hmm. You know, playing Urias every couple days, I don't know if that's even fair to him to say, well, you should be, you know, hitting 375 in that in that time. I mean, obviously, that's what you'd want. But he needs to me, he needs regular at bats. And the time is 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 near where they might need to do something. That's the main spot to me where you can try to do a little something. You're not look Machado, Tatis, the catchers, Hosmer. You know, you got your four outfielders. I'm not sure that anything else is going to be done at this point. But second base might be the one spot where you can say, okay, we're going to go with the kid here and give him a month or whatever it might be to show us what he can do and ask Kinsler to fill in and pinch hit and, you know, that's, and that sort of thing. And that will be interesting. And, and I don't have any sort of I, – I, I don't think we have any sort of preconceived notion about how Ian Kinsler handles that, but – you know, it'll be the first time in his career, and 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 it will be interesting. But he, and I'm not even saying a... right. I'm not even saying that 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 I would do that at this point. But I think it's getting to the point where you you're going to have you may have to do something because he hasn't shown too many signs of of breaking out of this breaking out of this thing. And I haven't look. I haven't studied the his con, the contact and hard hits and all that stuff. But he doesn't seem like it's a not guy. Good, Jay. He doesn't seem like a guy that's hitting the ball very well right now. No, Jay, it's not. It's you know what he's having. He's having pro at bats. But what? But then when you when you say that, you're like, okay, that's great. But then it's pop ups, and right. then it's strikeouts, right? And then it's ground outs. And what's that? <laughs> no matter where they put him, seventh, eighth, first, it, the the big inning seems to find him, and he's grounding into a double play, or well, he's the, grounding out to end a rally, right? Or <laughs> he's or he's going up in the ninth inning on on uh, on Monday night in a situation where. I get that you send up the right-hander against Davis because he's yep. he's kills left-handed batters and you know you don't have Mejia you don't tell Mejia go up there and hit right-handed against a right-handed batter when you've never done that before. So right. if he's going to go up he's going to hit lefty. Davis kills lefties. So you send up Kinsler and the disappointing part to me of that at bat was he wasn't he didn't get one swing in that at bat. 
he took he took two pitches and then on the three two pitch he checked he tried to check his swing he didn't um, tried to check his swing got called out so here's the situation where you need that one big hit and he didn't even get a good swing uh, right there so that was you know that was kind of a disappointment I'm sure for them especially that uh, in that situation and and the outfield you know I guess the thing is to try to time it where you you've got four guys and you you pick the three that are going to hit the ball hard in the in the games where you play them. Uh, I don't know that there's anything special. I mean, Margot's a big help defensively uh, over the others, and he's you know he's obviously a help if he could fill the leadoff spot and he could get his on base percentage up to three forty or so. Would that be a reasonable expectation? Oh, you mean you mean like take a walk? Yeah, yeah. sure, that'd be great. Or or if you're not going to take a walk, hit three hundred. So it's going to be somewhere there. But he needs to be on. I mean, even now, I mean, you know, he's had good at bats lately. He's had hits and and everything, but his on base is still, I think, three sixteen. If I remember, I think it's yeah. So, I think it might be three thirteen. Whatever. 313, yeah, here's whatever the thing, Jay. Still needs to be on base than more. Ever. Bigger than ever with Travis Jankowski out, with Francie Cordero out. He's your defensive outfielder, and he's your center fielder. You, you've got these other guys who you know have the capability and have at various times. Will, Will Myers basically all year. But you know, you've got these guys that are hitters, but you don't put the three of them, Will Myers, Hunter Renfro, and Fran Reyes, out there and feel comfortable about your outfield defense. You just don't. Right. So you need Manuel Margot to be hitting because <laughs> then the unfortunate thing is you – put him out there and you don't want him to be a void in the lineup as he has been at times. So a very positive development for them that he has been hitting later, but you are absolutely correct. You need a guy who's going to get on base a little bit more. Uh, what a, real quick, before, is, I was just going to say real uh-huh. quick and we'll, we'll do one more thing and then we'll, uh, we'll run, but any concerns so far with some of the pitchers? I mean, Mark Gavich just had a bad outing the other night, which you figure he's probably due. You know, Lauer and Lucchese have had... I, I thought Lucchese pitched really well the other night, even giving up three runs in the first six innings that he pitched. He was a little unlucky to give up the first two. It looked like Reyes could have caught that ball in right field. And uh, and then the seventh inning, you know, it got away from him a little bit. But that was encouraging, I thought, to see to see him go on. Lauer the other day we talked a little bit about uh, it's 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 real real early to be concerned, but uh, you would like to see these guys, especially against a slumping team. You'd like to see you know at least maybe say three of the four guys this weekend turn in really good outings. I would think. I think that that's like as imperative as it can be in April. I, that that's what I would think is that you need Eric Lauer, who ha- you and I have been, and, and certainly the Padres have been more than willing, for lack of a better term, to to make excuses for him, as in to explain like the good parts of his outings. Well, he needs to go out and put together six, seven shutout or one run. That's what Eric Lauer needs to do because that's what his stuff right now is as good as it's ever been. And then there's, you know, just some runs being scored. Well, wait a minute. Isn't the object to not allow teams to score runs. So eventually that's what Eric Lauer needs to do. Um, And especially against a team that is slumping. Again, like I said at the outset, (laughs) good teams, uh, not all the time, because that's why you play 162, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, baseball is baseball. But good teams beat bad teams. That's what you do. Yeah, I mean, this would seem to be the right time to be playing against the Reds. I mean, their their closer is uh, Iglesias. I was looking; he's he's pitched six and two thirds innings and thirteen base runners, five runs. I mean, that so if it gets to that situation, that's the kind of the guy you want to see. Jump it on relievers, right? Yep. So exactly. you're right, though. This is a look. The season's not over if they don't win three out of four this weekend or anything. But this is the kind of weekend where if you if you want to be if you want to be what they want to be. 
you you go out and you win three out of four, you know, going into the day off and then the little mini series uh, against Seattle. I'll say this. I go back. And Eric Hosmer has been through this and he runs he runs kind of a thing in his head, like, you know, where he compares, right? The Royals in the building. And when it was uh, 14 and 15, they went to the series, right? Well, in, in 13, they didn't realize how good they were until like the end of July or August. And it was too late by then. Right, right. And so he even talked about it before the season. And it's sort of playing out now where taking three or four here is what builds this isn't a team that's been there. Like the Red Sox right now, they besides what the Boston media and the fans are saying, the Red Sox know they're good, right? Right. They've been right. there. The Padres players don't know they're good. They, I mean, you know what I'm saying. No, they, absolutely. They, this is where you draw on. If oh, Remember when we stopped that three-game skit that we weren't hitting? Right. Remember when we took three or four from the Reds because that's who we are? You know, that's, that's why this is important. Yeah. Uh, again. So, all right. Kevin? Okay. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see. It's Paddock Day. I'll, we'll, uh, I won't be out there tonight, but hope to see you at the ballpark this weekend. And then we will uh, talk again next Tuesday, heading into a, uh, a little two-gamer against Seattle before you head out, out on the road again. Awesome. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Thanks, guys.